All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Mind of George show. And you know, I say leadership is saying the same thing as many times as required till the last person gets it. So this isn't going to be the first time you've heard this, nor will it be the last. But in the spirit of today's episode, I am going to share one of the most powerful quotes that was ever shared with me from a shaman from Colombia. His name was Mitra. And one thing he said to me um, in a class around questions is um, I had asked him a question and uh, he gave me the answer and I said, oh, I know. And he looked me dead in the eye and he said, uh, a student says I already know and a master says thanks for the reminder. And it was in that moment a couple of years later and reflecting that I realized that a lot of the winning in life and in this game that we call entrepreneurship in life is just a series of perfectly timed reminders of things that we already know to get back on track. And I've been doing a lot of reflection this year. And so in today's episode, we pulled five of the most impactful clips from this year that had a dramatic impact on my business and my life to the tune of a couple extra seven figures. And these were all things that after recording them and interviewing these guests, I took as coaching and implemented into my team, into my business, and into my life. And the results have been absolutely incredible. And so I am constantly reminding myself of the adage of a student says, I already know, and a master says, thanks for the reminder. And so what I wanted to share with you at the end of the year, since the whole month this month has been around reflection are five of the best reminders that I took and implemented into my business or my clients' businesses based on podcasts that I recorded or interviews I've done, and the results were phenomenal. So I'm going to share them with you. Hopefully they trigger a thought, they put you back to the basics, they give you something to put in your business, and most importantly, it helps you keep executing to master this game and to keep getting results. And so without further ado, let's get into the episode. Are you ready to ethically scale your business? Good, because this is the Mind of George podcast where relationships beat algorithms and depth is the only direction when it comes to ethically scaling your business. Each Monday and Friday, I'll be the guy between your ears in the hoodie and pink shoes guiding you home, giving you the tools to extract, honor, and amplify your genius so you can be the light for your customers. Sound fabulous? Cool. Let's get into the episode. All right, so in the number one spot of reflection in no particular order, because they're all incredible, we're going from $400,000 in debt to seven figures with Coach JC. And episode 274 gave me goosebumps. The depth of Coach JC's story is powerful and will challenge everything you thought to be true about life. JC and I cover a lot about personal reflection here, digging into the importance of your story and how it's either your most valuable asset or your greatest enemy on your journey in life, depending on how you choose to play the game. And JC ends and talks in this episode about the most powerful question he's ever asked, and he was able to come back into the present and build that man. And so he shares that with you in this clip. Take it, listen, heed the question, and put it into practice. But here's Coach JC. What happens when your story doesn't end up exactly how you thought it? We all have a story, right, George? We have a story, what we imagine our lives to look like, our businesses to look like, you know, where we're going to live, who we're going to marry, and all that stuff. And so when my story was thrown away, and, and, and now I, 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 I didn't think I could rescue my mom and my sister from this poverty-stricken life, and I was going to my life to be a dad, threw away basketball, I ended up in over $400,000 in debt, 
in the fight of my life to be a dad in a custody battle, suicidal, depressed, oppressed. And it was at that lowest time in life where I have that tattoo on my arm. It says pain with the arrow to purpose that I was able to create a new story for my life. And that is when, for me, the whole Win All Day brand was uh, started uh, at that lowest time in my life when I started creating a new story for my life, brother. If you build this container of winning and connectedness and heart, no matter what, if you stay in it, you're going to fill it and it brings out the best of you. And so, yes, I fucking love everything that you're saying and I want more of it. I want to tattoo it on people's souls. Well, and George, think about this though, man. Like this is so powerful because so many times, and I think this is a game changer. This absolute game changer was for me. I had to do a lot of things and I was just reminded of this when you were saying that, that I didn't feel like doing in the beginning, right? And then so many times, like, I, I, I don't want people to think, well, yeah, to say a winning confession, yeah, just wake up and think positive. Like, that's not what I did. I did a lot of things that I didn't feel like doing, like even that winning confession. But so many times I think you will never win if you are what you feel. And, and so like today, like I'm challenging everyone here, what decisions do you need to make different right in your life that are not led by feelings and emotions. What were some of your questions or what are some that you love utilizing as a tool? I started to close my eyes, George, and I started to ask myself, what do you want? And start to see beyond my current natural situation. I started to, to create a compelling vision beyond what I could see in the natural. So what I'm telling you right now, if you're listening, like I, I could have got stuck on the current situation Instead, I started to see beyond what I could see in the natural. I started to create a vision beyond what I could see in the natural that I didn't have at the moment. That was the first question. What do you want, Jonathan? You hate yourself right now. You threw your basketball in the story. You're suicidal. You're depressed. You're not, you're not your daughter's life. What do you want? Right? That's your GPS. That, that, that's, like, like, that's your directional guide, right? So once I started writing that thing and I had clarity, that, bring, that brought me clarity, right? Then I would focus on it and say, okay, well, why do you want that? Why is that important to you? Why do you think you deserve that? Do you deserve that? And I would ask that question over and over. Well, why do you want that? Why do you want that? I would keep asking myself that. And once I had clarity, George, around a vision, once I had clarity around what, why I wanted that, okay? And when I, when I talk about that, I want to pause there for a second because like for me, it wasn't surface level things. I think so many times, we don't get what we want in life because why we want it is surface level. When I talk about your why, I'm talking about purpose. I'm talking about something that drives you. I'm talking about a must. I'm talking about do or die, back against the wall reasons why I must have that. A lot of people go through life every day, George, like, well, it would be great to have that. I hope and wish I could have that. When I had clarity what I wanted and I had strong reasons, strong, wise purpose must happen. Then the last and most powerful question I asked myself was who do you need to become? Who do you need to become to make that a reality? And I started to create this avatar, this guy, Coach JC. And I said, all right, who would you, who would you be physically? Who would you be spiritually? Who would you be mentally? What would you look like as a dad, as a husband? Now, don't forget, I just went through a divorce at 19 years old. I'm not seeing my kid and I'm painting a crystal clear picture of what a dad would look like for me, what a husband would look like for me, me being out of debt, me raising my daughter, me having a business, a new career. I didn't know what the end game would be. But when I asked myself, who do I need to become? That last and third powerful question, 
Then I started to put strategy behind becoming that person. And you know what? Then my vision started to become a reality. And in the second spot in the recap, and this one will come as no surprise to you, number two is the Catalyst series. And it is no surprise that the Catalyst or anything to do with Jonah Berger or the Catalyst or Customer Journey or Contagious ended up in the top list of 2022. This podcast series was a series of five podcasts where I break down the secrets of literally my favorite ever marketing book ever to teach you how to become the catalyst for your customer's change. And so the catalyst is how to change anybody's mind by Jonah Berger. So we created an entire five-day series for you to build a customer journey inside your business that creates retention and referrals. So let's get into this clip. In The Catalyst, the book explains why persuasion is so very difficult. Explains why so many messages that are attempted messages of persuasion practically have no chance of working. And it provides some strategies to make persuasion possible. But it's very important that you understand that our job is to be the catalyst. To catalyst means to remove the barriers to change, to identify what is blocking or preventing change, and then eliminating these obstacles to action. If potential gains barely outweigh potential losses, people don't change. In order for people to change, advantages have to be at least 2.6 better or larger than their current situation, which means if somebody is doing something in their life, let's say they're generating revenue and they are working towards it and they're doing it a certain way, in order to convince them or them to convince themselves to stop what they're currently doing, it would require showing a 2.6% or 2.6x potential increase in what's there in order for them to even be open to change. When you get somebody to agree to a small related ask, it moves people in the right direction. So this means that the final ask, which once would have been too far away, was now within the zone of acceptance. And so what that means is that if I try to get you to commit to walking from the zero to the 50, you're going to say no. But if I get you to commit to walking from the zero to the five with a small ask, and then the five to the 20 with a small ask, and then the 20 to the 50, that becomes a much easier yes, because I now have momentum on my side. And you've actually loosened your endowment because you're in movement. There's no more reactants happening in your body because you're moving forward. And you've already covered a lot of the distance that was afraid that you were afraid of or they were afraid of in the first place. Think about all the ways in which you are a product of people reducing upfront costs. And then start thinking about all the ways in which you in your business or with your customers can become the catalyst by reducing their upfront costs. And when I think about this, I put them in three buckets, time, money, and energy. People always want more time because it's an asset we can't get back. And so if you can reduce the time commitment that something would take, if you can reduce the time until it gets to take a result, if you can reduce the energy expenditure required, if you can reduce how much money it's going to cost them up front, you're thinking in all the ways in which you can reduce upfront costs to get a deeper commitment or to get a, an easier yes to increase triability. It's not about how 
qualified you are or how much success you've had. And just because you've had that success and you're qualified and you say it to your customers and it's not enough evidence for them, doesn't mean that it's not the right evidence. It's, it means that sometimes we have to understand that people need to hear it from different people, from different classes, from different independent groups, from different stages of business to be able to relate to what's there, to give them the information required to collect that evidence and to make a change. And so sometimes, no matter what, some things, some offers, some people require more proof and they require more evidence to overcome the translation problem and drive change. In clip number three, we have my sister from another mother, my soul sister, an incredible friend of mine, the queen herself, Jen Kennedy, and we called this one burning it to the ground. And so if you want a business that brings happiness and abundance into every aspect of your life, this episode is for you. Jen is an absolute dear friend of mine and shares the truth about manifestation and how our habits and environments create a totally different reality than what we say we want because we're often chasing the wrong things. So oftentimes we don't attract our dream business or the life we want because we choose complacency over true alignment. And Jen shares with you the truth about entrepreneurship and what it takes to build a seven-figure empire without sacrificing yourself. And here's the secret. It started by burning everything to the ground. And what was rebuilt was an empire 100 times greater than she even thought possible. So let's get into that fun, juicy nugget now. Like if you would have told me, I don't know, even five years ago, way before I was an entrepreneur, that I was going to be making as much money as I'm making right now, I'd be like, you are freaking nuts. Right. Like, I will never make that much money in my life, let alone in a month or a week or whatever it is. So it's like we get into this world that there are infinite possibilities. And we know this because we know that we're actually souls in a human body. And the human is the one that has the limits and the soul is the one that's limitless. But we get into this, this limitless world and we're like, holy shit, I can make as much money as I want. I can help as many people as I want. I can live wherever the hell I want. I can drive whatever. I can, I can fly first class. I can go to the, like, whatever it is. And it becomes an addiction if we are not fully fulfilled within ourselves. Like the money and the status and all of it, like it is only going to get you more of the same. I told the team, this is what we're doing. I still remember the Zoom call. They're looking at me like, what? I'm like, yeah, I'm blowing it all up. We're burning it to the ground. And they're like, well, what are we going to do? And I was like, we're going to have a lot of freaking fun figuring it out. Mm -hmm. And I just let myself go have fun figuring it out. And before I knew it, we were manifesting like crazy. I was collapsing time like crazy. Everything was growing like crazy. Because it didn't matter what the plays were. It mattered who I was. It mattered like I can make the plays as I go. You know, and now this year we've got more of a structure and everything, but all of last year, it was just like, what would light your freaking soul on fire? What do you want women to know? What do you want to teach people? What do you want to activate within them? And it was absolutely terrifying because here I am, like I'm responsible for a team of three humans. Two are the ones that I love more than anything in this world. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm just going to blow it up. So when you say soul tribe, yeah, what do you look for? What do you mean? Mm -hmm. How do you even find them? I was told that by like my first four business mentors, your network is your net worth, your network is your net worth, right? And so what happens is that we typically have these connections that are very surface level, right? They're very surface level rooted in who you are, what you do, how many followers you have, how much money you make, where you live, what you drive, whatever it is. We've got these, these surface level connections. So because we were operating on surface level, our, all of our connections were surface level. And same thing, I connected with the credit card debt that I was in, the student loan debts that I 
that I couldn't pay off. And so my credit dropped down to like the freaking lowest that I've, you know, I, don't, I don't remember the number, like five, four hundreds. You know, I could connect on the fact that I didn't have gas to put in my car. And so I quite literally found quarters around my dad's house because I couldn't afford rent on my own. I was living with my dad. And I literally found like $2.50 in quarters and filled up, you know, $2.50 worth of gas. And so like I could connect with those stories. I could connect with my eating disorder. I could connect with the surface level. And until I was able to go deeper and connect with myself deeper and heal myself deeper and understand my dramas deeper and my conditioning and reprogramming and all of that, I, I couldn't have those friends. There was no way. There was no way. So when I started to do that, all of a sudden, I started to find like soul tribe. I started to find out we were talking before we recorded the podcast friends that I could just bawl my eyes out to mm -hmm. and they don't judge me. Mm -hmm. They don't think that I'm less than actually see me more powerful because I can express those emotions. In clip number four, episode number four uh, or episode number 278 with the incredible Garen Jones, I'd say of all podcasts that I recorded in this year, this one had the most profound impact on me and they've all impacted me. But Garen's timely, sovereign, grounded, loving, gentle reminder was what I needed to hear in the moment when we did this show. And if you've ever felt stuck in life, this episode with Garen will help you uncover the greatness waiting to be released when it feels heavy. Garen's work explores the fundamental issues that affect us all to foster a deeper understanding of what holds us back. So I want you to listen in as Garen gives you some insight as, as to why you are saying thank you to the wrong things and what you can start doing right now to change your life. So let's hear it from the man himself, Garen. This is 2011 at 3.43 in the morning. And at that time I was living in my car for two and a half years. I tried to kill myself twice. I was, I was depressed. I was 40 pounds overweight. My girlfriend had pretty much broken up with me. Well, no, my daughter pretty much disowned me. My girlfriend broke it up with me and my mom was dying in the hospital. That's when I had my moment of surrender. I just threw my hands up and I said, okay, I'm tired of fighting. I don't want to fight anymore. I want to be healthy. I want to be happy. I want to be surrounded by nothing but positive people. I just want to inspire people and I want to make a bunch of money but I want the money to represent something that I passionately believe in that I would do for free. Just show me a sign. And as I closed, a week later, I'm at a gas station. Here's my sign. A homeless guy, quote unquote, walks up to me and asks me for money. And I said, you have more money than me because the, the homeless guy had a wad of money. And he said, change your mindset, change your life. And it was those words that had me stop my... It was like my whole life was a lie. And the second I heard those words that was impacted by the energy at which they carried the, the engine of those words, it made me think about my life. So imagine in Zelda, if you didn't have the bigger sword, you didn't have the extra armor, and you're just on first level, and then they in it instantly put you on the last level. Mm -hmm. That resistance would be too strong. So what do you do? You grow through all the tests and challenges. You face a dragon at the end of the round. That trains you literally for the next level. You lose to the dragon, you stay on the same level. I look at life in terms of video game. I'm like, oh, if I'm still in the same spot, I keep failing the same test or losing to the same dragon. And all of that is resistance. There's a lot of people that are extremely talented. They do good deeds, they do good work and make great money. There's not a lot of people who are mission led. Mm -hmm. Like I'm on a freaking mission. 
You ask me a million times, this is what I'm on. Create a safe space for people to discover the gifts that already live inside of them so that they can use it and produce extraordinary results in their life and live a life without regrets. You ask me a million times, that is why I do everything that I do. And then give me any platform. I actually asked for any platform that is connected to this mission. If it's not connected to the mission, so I'll put it to you this way. When you're grounded in your mission, it should feel the same way inside of your body as if I said George Bryant. Mm -hmm. Because you've been rehearsing it so much. If I called you James and you didn't know me, you were like, James, you like, that's not my name. And it just, it, it, there's a chord. There's a melodic vibration that comes out when any time somebody says a name. But one of the, the most sweetest spots inside of someone's soul is their name. You know, like little kids when they just get curious and they start this, what's this? Oh my God, what's this? And yes, I want to try that. If you get into that frequency of the little kid who's curious, and you're really into the discovery frequency. And you want to get curious about what lights your soul on fire. You'll find it. You will find it. You yeah. will 100% find it. It's, it's an, again, it's one of those laws of nature. And I, I refuse to believe that we were just put on this earth to pay bills and die. And then pass that philosophy on to our kids. I, I refuse to believe that. And then finally, in the number five spot, like I said, in no particular order, comes episode 262 with the queen herself, Fabi. And she talks about simplifying your business. But this episode with Fabi is loaded with nuggets. And when it comes down into the world of marketing, I'm very intentional and picky with who I consume content from. And Fabi is on this list. I love what she does. I love what she puts into the world. I love everything that she shares and I learn from her all the time. And this episode was no different. We chatted about the three simple pillars to scale your business and your brand, the biggest mistake about your audience that you don't know about, and how to make sure you're spending time marketing the right message, Plus, I'm probably 180 other nuggets, but just enough for you to extract. And so without further ado, here's Fabi with the fire. You said something along the lines of like delivering the messaging really requires, and I'm summarizing, a level of empathy for the receiving end. I like that. Yeah. What? I, apparently I said that. Yeah, I like that. A hundred percent. You have to understand. Because I feel like people complicate things so much in terms of what the result is or what I do. And you're trying to flower it up or add these things. And, and it's like, go to the basics. What is, what, is your client ex what is your client want? What does your audience want? How do I simplify that? And obviously, yes, you have to look at what they're like empathize with their situation and what they really desire in their lives. And how do I communicate to that? So what do you think are like some of the biggest mistakes people make when it comes to like their messaging and things like that? Because from the day that I met you, it hasn't changed at all. It like, has changed, it, but it has evolved. It's it. No, it's exactly, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like in my experience, what's happened is that like, it's actually refined itself to be even more powerful with simplicity, but the whole paradigm has been the same since day one. Mm -hmm. Well, I feel like the biggest thing 
for the biggest mistake for sure is not really understanding who your audience is. And the thing with this is that people like think that they know, right? Well, I'll give you my own example because I think it's going to be clear with that. For years, I used to say I help entrepreneurs build brands that, are, brands that attract or something like that, right? I've always said brands that attract. It's always been part of my thing. And what happened is that when I started creating content, putting ads or, or like writing ads or putting content on social media or whatever, it brought in entrepreneurs. So great, except that's not who I wanted as clients. I've wanted high ticket coaches who wanted to bring in high end clients to their business. So when I changed it to, I help coaches, consultants, and experts position themselves as premium brands that attract high-end clients. I didn't say that before. High-end clients into their business every single week. Well, that is much more specific. But then there's another level to that because, okay, obviously my conversions went up when I tweaked that. But what happens is that within coaches and consultants and experts that are selling high ticket. There's also a very big difference, and here's where the Ursula is going to come in, between the people that are ready to buy and those that aren't. There's a, because oftentimes we think, okay, my audience is, let's say in my case, any coach, any coach who wants to sell a high ticket. That's not true. That's not my audience. My audience is every coach that wants to build a high ticket business, that wants to generate more sales, that is ready to invest in making that happen. If you are like, yes, I want to build a high ticket business, but I am going to do it myself and I have zero intention of investing, that's not my client. So what I talk about is the Ursula, um, which is a concept that just one of those things that came up. It's a reference to the Little Mermaid. If yeah, I got you. Remember, right? The style of the Ursula sings is the poor and fortunate souls. So what tends to happen with people when they're creating content and they're doing their messaging is that they're speaking to the Ursula. They're speaking to the poor and fortunate soul. They're speaking to the person who is so much in pain that has this horrible problem because that's what everybody teaches, right? In terms of marketing, go talk to the pain, go speak to the people that are like, their, fun, their business is about to go, like they're about to go out of business. And because those are the people that have the problem of the pain, but will they have the cash to pay you? I don't know. So. That like really understanding your audience and not speaking to the Ursula. That's so funny because I get DMs now all the time. Like, Fabi, I'm not an Ursula. It's so funny. <laughs> um, but not speaking to the Ursula and instead speaking to the person who is solution aware, ready to invest, ready to jump in, taking action, already taking action. Not even like I'm thinking, no, I'm already doing things. And obviously it's clear as I'm saying this example of, of like my, in my business, right? But if you are um, a health coach or relationship, you're not, so I'll give you actually an example of one of my clients. I, working, I was working with a client who is a relationship coach, working with couples and her messaging used to have things like um, your, I don't remember the exact words, but things like your spouse isn't like, really committed to making your marriage work and you feel super frustrated and want to make things work and but whatever right so you're speaking to somebody who is admittedly the other end of the of your client is not going to work for it they're never going to be the right client so you're going to struggle with overcoming objections and getting them to pay and all of these different things because you're speaking to somebody who already you're telling them well your spouse isn't committed to make your mar marriage work right so it's about okay speaking to the people who are ready 
And that comes from you really understanding, okay, who is my audience? Because it's not just, I want to work with somebody who's coachable. Well, what the hell does coachable mean? What does that mean? So here's the deal. I intend to keep giving away everything on this podcast. I'm going to give you all of me. I probably burnt a thousand calories today on calls and on podcasts, but here's what I need you to do. Movements don't move themselves. They move with the people that are in them. I genuinely need your help because I need you to help share this show. I need you to send the podcast out. I need you to subscribe. I need you to leave a review and I need you to help me find more people to listen to our show. And when that happens, it continues to move. We move the needle and we head in the right direction. And so that is my selfish ask of you because if I don't ask, then you can't receive. So please send it out. And when you do, when you share it, please tag me so I can encourage you. I can share it and I can build a relationship with you. But for that, for today, that is the entire episode. So remember that relationships will always beat algorithms. So I will either see you in the next episode or you will hear me in your earballs. But either way, I'm out. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Mind of George Show. Please make sure you subscribe on your favorite channel that you listen to, whether it's in the car, on your run, or in front of the television. Make sure you leave a review to help other people know how much you love the show and quite frankly, help me know how much you love the show because I read them all. And if you want five-minute daily insider nuggets on business, marketing, leadership, mindset, or any other tool that you would need to build and scale your company, make sure you register for my invite-only newsletter. I call it the Lightkeeper Lessons. I hold nothing back here and I share everything that works for me, my friends and mentors, and thousands of my students around the world to thrive in life and keep our lighthouses shining brightly. We will eventually be charging for this, but for now, for you, because you're listening to the podcast, it's free. So if you want to sign up, go to www.lightkeeper.club, fill out the application, and then check your inbox because it's magic. You actually have to open the emails to get the gifts inside. Otherwise, you can get access to my Relationships Beats Algorithms Facebook community and other free resources on the website. So just go to www.mindofgeorge.com and I'll see you in the next episode.